Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lainey Strauss, who works with top entertainment professionals, celebrities, and nonprofits producing TV, film, and live events, creating some specific strategies that work with reducing costs, increasing income, and maximizing impact. Eleni also works with successful individuals to help them improve their strategy, increase their impact in communication in both business and personal relationships. Ah, fantastic. Eleni, welcome to the show. So nice to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. Can you expand a bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? I am really, really lucky. I work with a wide variety of people um, doing a lot of great work uh, to help a lot of different charities. Uh, So uh, through the entertainment industry, I've worked with Ellen DeGeneres on the Ellen Fund, which is about endangered species. I've worked with Seth Rogen for Hilarity for Charity. Uh, I've also worked with F Cancer, which works with a lot of wonderful folks um, to help provide free uh, free screenings for cancer patients um, and for people who don't have access to health care. So we provide a lot of free resources, um, food delivery, which we started during COVID and have continued uh, for people who are food insecure. And uh, the Cameron Boyce Foundation I work with, uh, which is about epilepsy cures uh, and curing SUDEP, which is sudden death from an epileptic seizure, which killed Cameron at the age of 20. Um, I've worked with a lot of variety of, of different people on different programs, uh, as well as television and film. So I'm, I'm, I've, I enjoy what I do very much, but it is, it definitely has its ups and downs. Absolutely. I mean, the one thing I hear that is the, the impact that you're helping to have <clears throat> to, to be an investing in all these causes and organizations and, and movements that must be super fulfilling, but also th- there's a lot of weight behind that as well maybe yeah absolutely i mean there's always challenges when you're dealing with all types of people i mean i've worked from with everyone from royalty to entertainment industry people and we all know that there's a lot of egos involved when you're dealing with people who are powerful right so it's it's kind of a combination of of uh working with everyone from uh, the lighting people and the crew and the wonderful you know hardworking people all the way to uh you know the most impressive uh people that you can imagine but the key is for me is really just focusing on the impact that i'd like to have and um you know i i just see myself as a facilitator um Mm -hmm. so 
I have no ego about it. I'm really impact driven. I'm really results driven. And I like to work with people who are really dedicated to achieving a goal. And so I like to be part of that process. And I just see myself as someone who's there to facilitate, pull everyone together, hire the best people we can, yeah. um, respect people for what they're bringing to the table and and uh, pulling it all together to make something really amazing happen. So um, for me, that's that's the important thing. And and um, I love working with anyone who's on board with that <laughs> to, to achieve something and kind of get out of the way of their own, you know, everybody has ideas and things, but it, you know, you hope the best idea wins and it doesn't matter to me where that comes from. Uh, it's about finding a group of people who have a goal in mind and are willing to allow me to help them get to that, get to that goal. Yeah. So all these like different levels of people and different <clears throat> egos and, and different sort of causes that you yeah. sort of find yourself in. Do you find there's, there's maybe one sort of common thread or there's a particular trait or, or a challenge. I think that's the better word. What's the what's the, the challenge that you find that's similar to all these causes, businesses, movements that you have to help people to work through, see, and and overcome? Well, everything needs funding. So that's always the first thing is okay, how do we where and how do we get the funding necessary to achieve our goals? Mm. Um, so that's sort of the the most like tangible, practical kind of thing in terms of dealing with people, it's always about finding a common goal and a common thread. And, and, and if someone is kind of ego-based to try to find the best way to um, help them to join the process and have, and, and know that I'm there to help them achieve what they want. So I'm not there to be anyone's adversary. I'm there to really help everyone to work together in the best possible way. And you know, you hope when somebody hires you for your expertise that they're going that they're there to listen to your expertise, and that doesn't always happen. So it's sometimes it's about working through um, everybody's differences and thoughts and opinions, and yeah. you know, trying to find the best way to move forward um, with everyone on board. I love that 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 point about everyone who comes with different expertise and trying to make sure you're on the sort of same wavelength, um, whether it's that business perspective or um negotiations um i think chris Voss yeah. put it beautifully about you know getting them on the same side of the table now yes. this is so often we find ourselves as business owners as coaches as people facilitating we're on different sides and we're talking trying to find the right way but yeah how do you maybe mentally get yourself so you slide to be the same side as the table it's like hey it's me and you against this challenge that yeah. shift i think that changes everything can you talk to that yeah i mean i had one i can give you one quick brief story and and um i had this one and it was an attorney who was an entertainment attorney and he was working with some of the talent that i i was producing a show for and we actually had the same goal um we both wanted to make this show for his client but for some reason he had a uh, he felt the need to let me know how much smarter he was than me, how much he knew more than me, how he'd been doing it longer than me. And it took him like 45 minutes. I just, I honestly just let him go. Mm. I didn't interrupt him at all. I let him just say what he felt like he needed to say. I didn't get upset. I didn't get defensive. I just said, okay, that's all probably true. Um, but we both want to get this show made. So can now can we focus on that? And I just kind of like let him just exhaust himself <laughs> with like 45 minutes of, 
you know, rambling about how amazing he was and how much he knew. And I, you know, I, I didn't finish uh, law school. <laughs> so I, uh, I recognize that he's an attorney and I'm not. Um, so I just, I, I could have very easily gotten into a battle with him about how dare you. And, you know, I know a lot and I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing and you know what you're doing, but I just, there's no point in that. So what I'd really try to do is focus on the goal I want to achieve and the goal that at that point was getting the show made. And yeah. he was, he was being an obstacle at that point unnecessarily because I wasn't his adversary. So yeah. I literally was just says, I'm not your adversary. I told him that I'm here to get your client show made. We both want to get the show made, correct? <laughs> like, and I just got him to agree that we both wanted the same thing so mm. we could move forward with that. And, you know, I, I could have very easily turned that into a giant blow up and a big fight and a big ego based uh, moment. But for me, I said, well, ultimately, I want to get the show made. It, it's not about him and it's not even about me. It's about what we both want to achieve. So I had to just diffuse that situation. And, you know, that happens, that can happen a lot with people in all different industries. And the entertainment industry has a special type of ego <laughs> in a lot of places. So you can either start making everything a battle. You can choose to go that route. And, and but for me, I prefer to go the different way. It's like, I just try to work through whatever that moment is. And I don't know why he felt the need to do that. I don't know this person. He never even met me in person. It wasn't even like a personal thing. So yeah. it was just interesting. And I didn't know really where, why he was coming from that place. But what I just said was, okay, um, we, I have to work with this person if I want to get this done. So I'll just let him say what he feels he needs to say. Cause for whatever reason, he feels the need to say it. <laughs> Yeah. And well, I don't know if he one, had a bad day or, you know. Yes, that's a good point. There's one concept I want to sort of bust in there with, you, we can use it on a personal level or on a business level. Um, yeah. If something seems crazy, it's not. There's just something we don't know. And that's yes. kind of beautiful because we can come into uh, relationships or conversations and if something seems off, there's something we don't know. Everyone has their good and bad days. Everyone has their yeah. dramas, personal, physical, uh, business. Everyone's dealing with their own shit, bluntly. Yeah. Cool. So in that perspective, we're dealing with ours. So yeah. when so it's not quite right, or I'm not quite sure why this is happening, there's so much to that. It's a hold space for, it's just something I don't know. I, I actually have a big saying. They say, when something doesn't make sense to you, it's because you don't have all the facts. Yeah. So... I have no idea what this person knows about me or doesn't know about me. We'd never met in person. It was a phone call. So I realized I wasn't taking it personally. I didn't think of it as, you know, it was an insult to me. I just felt like, okay, maybe he feels a need to establish his boundaries because yeah. he wants to make sure I know that he's, you know, I can't take advantage, but he, so I didn't take it personally. And like you said, you don't know what someone's coming from. I mean, he could have been having a million things happening in his life at that moment that he was, feeling you know insecure about and needed to make himself feel better i don't know i mean I, I i'm not in his mind and it's not my job to psychoanalyze him but my job you know my job was to get the deal done so like i you know like i said you can either choose in any circumstance to co communicate well and and focus on what you actually want to accomplish or you can focus on ego-based and being offended and fighting and, and reestablishing your dominance or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. But for me, the goal was more important than that.
So, um, and that's kind of how I, I kind of manage everything in my life, whether it's personal or professional. I really work on listening, evaluating, and focus on what you hope to achieve from a conversation or a communication. Because ultimately, if you lose sight of what it is that you want, I mean, if it's a loved one and you're not there to hurt them, being being aggressive or fighting is not the way to get that result. Mm. So, yeah. Approaching these conversations with, is it helpful in this moment? Now, that's a beautiful question to hold dear. Is it yes. helpful in this moment? I might want to say this. I might see there's a challenge, but is it actually going to help? Is it going towards, as you said, the, the goal that you have and set? And if it's right. not, the ability that you seem to have gathered probably through, through years of experience going through all these different experiences and situations, yeah. to have that question be like, no, it's not helping this moment. Cool. And don't do <laughs> exactly. It, it sounds so simple. Yeah, it is. But a lot of times we're emotional or in that moment and we have a knee jerk response. So what I say is just pause for a second, you know, pause for a second. If something is really hitting you in a way um, that is kind of, you know, pushing your buttons or, or making you feel uncomfortable, sometimes just taking a quick pause. Yeah. And sort of taking a breath and absorbing what was said to you, because sometimes people could say something very harshly or meanly. But is it really meant to be about you or is that person expressing their frustration or their anger about a circumstance? And mm. sometimes it's not about you. It's about the circumstance. If they're angry that something didn't work out or if it rained when you were planning to do something outside or whatever it is, it could be about something that has nothing to do with you. So. I really like to evaluate in that moment, yeah. just take a moment and a breath and a pause before I respond, because mm. it's very easy. We're human beings. You know, we we're all can make that mistake. But if you can take that one split second to pause and evaluate, like, what is it that you want out of that moment? And is it helpful? Like, as you said, is it helpful to this moment? And, you know, how do I bet, you know, how do I best adjust to this, to this anger or frustration that this person is giving? Because you can diffuse it if you don't add fuel to the fire. And so I prefer to diffuse that anger and frustration um, by listening and sort of evaluating that response. And sometimes it's humor and sometimes it's, I hear you, I understand what you're saying. And just so that person feels heard. Yeah. We've gone into just pure communication skills relationship negotiations we've gone quite big in this area <laughs> and i love this sort of rabbit hole we've find ourselves yeah. going down you mentioned yeah. that you know sometimes it's 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 maybe not about you it's like hold on i'm, I'm gonna sort of not challenge that but double down <laughs> on that it's, it's never about you it's yes. always about them you bless right. us we don't have the power to control someone else's feelings so when we hear right. you made me feel this actually flip that around let's talk to other people let's talk about us when we say you find something you made me feel this this person made me feel this oh yeah. bless no one has the ability to control my feelings only this guy which means right okay it's absolutely with me what was my judgment what were my fears what was what yeah. was why what did was this hit this button on me like what do i need yeah. to yeah i mean if it's if it's highlighting an insecurity or a fear that you have mm. if it's but sometimes people are just taking out their frustration and we're human beings. So we, it can affect us and we can, and while they may not, we have the, the ability to control how we respond, yeah. but because some people are emotional beings, um, you know, we get that knee jerk response. So if you can take a second to go, okay, <laughs> how do I really feel about this? What is this really about? How do I want to respond? 
just taking a little time can really helpful, you know, really help the situation and get you closer to the response and, and the conversation you want to have and hopefully a resolution. The, the power of the pause. Beautifully. Oh, there's so much in that. And sometimes yeah. with everything that you're saying is the, the way to, to respond, not react, to take the time to diffuse and make the situation better. Sometimes, and we've got to hold a hand up and say, whether it's a, again, personal relationships, family, yeah. business, sometimes it's, hold on, do I even need to be here? Does this need to happen? Do I need to engage? You know, I can just walk away. We don't know that's an option sometimes. We get so yes. lost into the, the moment or the situation that we don't realize, oh, don't, this is the Unforget Yourself show. We don't remember that we have the power in yes. all of this, which is kind of a, a beautiful sort of segue into, into our world. So with, yeah. with this, how do you, where do you find that even with your experience, even with the, the knowledge that you've had and the skills that you've been crafting for years, where do you still find there's there's a challenge and that you still that still catches you? You know, we've had a lot of challenges as a planet in the last in the last several years. No idea like, what you mean. You know, that's affected everyone. So yeah. it's and of course it's affected me personally. So it's it's you know whether it's the pandemic, which was a global mm -hmm. issue. So you know, on one hand, for myself, I said, well, this isn't just happening to me. So you know, it's it's something we're all dealing with and kind of pulls us all together as as human beings to say, yeah. how do we how do we survive this? How do we help each other? How do we connect? Whether it's, you know, having Zoom meetings with people that you, you know, some people I talked to more during the pandemic than I ever did before, because we would set up weekly Zooms or group Zooms with friends or family who live in other places. Yeah. And so, you know, it's about creating that the best case scenario out of whatever challenge there is. And we're always gonna have some kind of challenge and sometimes they're external challenges, sometimes they're internal, but those external challenges do affect each one of us, whether it's, and, and right now in, in Los Angeles, we're dealing with strikes. There's mm. all parts of the, you know, different parts like Hawaii's having fires, Canada had fires, people are having rough weather, um, outages, all kinds of things. So whatever the challenge is, it's about, centering yourself and you know i know everybody talks about gratitude and it definitely helps because if if when there's an exterior challenge if you can feel grateful for the people in your life the fact that if you have home a home and whatever that is um if you have food to eat you know be just being grateful for all the basic simple things in life that sometimes we take for granted and focusing and and, and someone said to me and it really hit me was it's not about you know priorities all the time it's about every day finding your new priorities so sometimes your priorities change depending on the day because sometimes we think of these oh i have this priority in my job and you know my love life or my family life or whatever it is and you think that it's like it's a never wavering kind of direction or priority but i think every day we have to kind of evaluate our priorities for that day mm. and some days you might be focused on work more because you have a deadline you might be focused more on family because they need you or you know if you have a young family or if you have a baby or if you have um a, a family member that's dealing with illness um your your priorities change and i think as you focus on those priorities um 
I think it makes other things feel less important. So if you care about, you know, if you're dealing with a family member that has cancer, if you're dealing with an infant or you have somebody who has a medical issue, it really shows you the real priorities in life, like what's really important. And when COVID happened and all of a sudden it became about, oh, my gosh, how do we survive this? How do we help each other as a society? What is the right choice for us to make? Is it do we get together? Do we not oh, get together? Hold your yeah. map points. Beautifully yeah. said, what is the what is the right decision to make? Now that's yeah. the whole there. That is too big a question. You, you're talking about priorities here and focus, and you say they, yeah. they shape shift and they change. Absolutely. My priority at nighttime is sleep. It is not right. eat. However, I need to have a priority of eating at lunchtime, at dinner time, priority yes. with work and different areas of work, priority with family. And this is where things can get so mixed. So to simplify this to, yeah, what's the right decision to make? There is the business decision. There is the the health, the physical health, the mental health. Yes. And sometimes, oftentimes, these things don't align. So yeah. you're working on maybe multiple timelines, multiple focal lines. Yeah. This is where the challenges start to come in and we can sort of lose our way because we're doing this for the right reason up here, but that's having a negative impact on another one. Yeah. So what's it like to juggle all these, these priorities? Because yeah, it's good to, to dig down to the individual. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think you do need to prioritize your health and well-being. And I'm glad that you mentioned sleep because that's a huge issue for a lot of people. And prioritizing sleep will make you in my uh, scientifically proven. And, and I was going to say in my opinion, but it's it's proven scientifically that you're more effective when you're well rested. And I think a lot of times those things suffer things about ourselves, like exercise, healthy mm -hmm. eating and sleep really suffer sometimes. And if you have a rough day, again, reprioritize it the next day. We're not perfect, but if we, you have, it's about consistency. So mm -hmm. if, if, if we can be consistent in caring for ourselves and prioritizing, you know, those things and everybody, you know, we're saying you don't have to do the fitness that everyone else does. If it, you find the things that you like to do and that way you'll stick with it more. So if you're someone who loves to be on the elliptical for an hour, God bless. If you like to do yoga or Pilates or throw on music in the morning and dance because it makes you feel good, find things that really appeal to you because then you'll do it more. And moving your body will make you a happier person, will help you sleep better, and will make you better at your job. And no matter what it is, because if you have better mental acuity, better focus, um, and you're a happier person in general, we have to take care of ourselves. And and it's great that your podcast is called Forget Yourself, because I think a lot of people do need to remember to give themselves some of that attention and understanding, you know, people say it all the time, you know, if you, if you aren't care, if you don't care for yourself, you can't care for others. But I think it's even those simple things. Like if you're not someone who who feels like you have a lot of time, finding 10 minutes in the morning to go for a walk, you know, before early, before the weather kicks in and, you know, mm. taking a lunchtime break walk and walking later. I mean, most of us can find that time. And sometimes you really have to schedule it. I mean, I have certain things I really love to do and I put in my calendar, like if it's going to a yoga class or going to a Pilates class that's at the gym and they only have it at this time, I try to treat it like an appointment yeah. and it's not perfect, but you know, there are times where something has to supersede that if there's something that is particularly more important if somebody really needs you 
then, you know, maybe I miss that one class. But if I do that more, most of the time and I can, you know, find something else to do that day, um, we have to give ourselves some of that attention because we have to rem remember that we are valuable and we have we have importance um, and that we'll do better for others if we can do well for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy lost again from a good place of, but I'll I'll fix me later. Oh, I hear this time and time again. Crumbs, I said that for years. I'll fix me later. I need to do this first. But oh with, yeah, I love the way you brought in the exercise and really sort of double down on that. And I think this principle is the same through through work, through relationships, through exercise. Yeah. It's a simple formula of fuel, stress, yeah. and repair. Stress yeah. is not always bad. Our body needs to be put under stress to be able to build, especially if you're building muscle, getting fitter and healthier. It, there's there's yeah. good levels of stress. It's when it's normalized and taken out of context. So I love that reminder of, or bring it straight back to the show. We, yeah. we forget ourselves. We forget that we matter because yes. of all the right reasons. So, but that's also the basis. I think the basis of everything is remembering your value and whether it's as a business person and making mm -hmm. sure you're actually charging for your time and your expertise and that you value yourself. I mean, I think that's across the board, whether it's in relationships, having a healthy relationship is understanding that you have value, being good at your job and, and being a leader in your, in, in your work is knowing you have value and taking care of yourself is show is, is, is really identifying that you have value to yourself. And I think that being healthy across the board, whether it's your physical health, your mental health, your business acuity and your business health, it's all about understanding that you have value and what you're bringing to the table. And, and when you know you have value, you will care better for yourself. And that helps your mental health and your physical health. We, we everybody likes to compartmentalize everything, but we're one being, you know, we're, we're like one little planet earth. We all have to, you know, we're all interconnected on this planet. Our body is connected with our brain, our mental health. Like these are not little compartments. It's yeah, not like ecosystems within ecosystems right. and they're all kind of there and all kind of mixing together. They're all integrated. I mean, if we do not take care of our physical and mental health, it's going to affect our relationships. It's going to affect our business because if we are burnt out, exhausted, miserable, how are you going to bring your best self to anything else? How are you going to be the best business person, the best partner for anyone else, the best parent? It's it's very difficult to do that. But we always kind of a lot of times, I should say, we a lot of times we say, oh, I'll deal with myself later. I really have these hundred things to do. But, you know, it's finding that way that works for you. And it does. It's not the same for everyone. Like some people are not morning people. So if you tell them to wake up at 5 a.m. to get their exercise in before work, it's not going to happen. So if it's better for you to go, okay, after all my work is done, I can do this exercise and I really enjoy it. And I'm going to do that consistently, then do that. Mm -hmm. Doing something is better than nothing. And if you can't do this huge exercise, doing, you know, having 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, 10 minutes there, like breaking it up throughout your day, whatever it is, there's so much you can do at home. There's free uh, classes on YouTube that are, you know, so people, oh, I can't afford this or I can't. Afford. So YouTube has free yoga classes. They have free exercise classes. You don't even need weights. You can do body resistance. I mean, it's, it's about overcoming excuses and prioritizing yourself and making mm -hmm. it a point to do it. You can literally do everything now. We have so much access. 
with apps and, and YouTube and all the different Which means things. the excuses, the justifications. Oh my gosh, they have become stronger and stronger. And yeah. the technology, there is so much out there. There is a wealth of information, which means, cool, yes. it's now more overwhelming. It's t I can't find which one to use, therefore. So with everything. Yeah. Is a blessing just pick one the, you don't have to use yeah. everything just try and it, and if you don't like it try a different one i mean it's that's the thing it's like getting to this place in our lives because i've done it i've been guilty of it you know i had it i've the reason why i am running a company now and 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 the reason why i am doing what i'm doing is because i was working for this great organization and it was endless the expectations were endless the work was endless they just wanted more and more and more the more you achieve the more they gave you and the you just sleeping three four hours a night working all the time i was not healthy um and what for me it wasn't about weight but it was about how do i feel how do i um you know and, and people make the mistake of if you're thin you're healthy um sometimes that's not true if you're not taking care of yourself and you get more gaunt and you're not you're not you know physically fit you can still be unhealthy. So, um, you know, people always equate, oh, if you're thin, you're healthy, or if you have uh, more weight than you want, that you're unhealthy, but that's not true. Or from so a business about, perspective, what we call faux action, doing the yeah. thing, but you're doing all the, you're, you're, you're in the action phase, but doing it in an yes. unhealthy way. So look, Correct. I'm doing all this stuff, I'm, I'm being really productive, but you're not doing the one thing that you need to do to move the needle. So I yeah. think you're right, just because, this aspect seems to be front and center doesn't always mean it's the the right thing um, Lainey we could talk about this for hours this is I we've gone down so many rabbit holes I want to just end <laughs> with one point that you raised which I think was is a beautiful way to Oh my gosh, and we paused. Yeah, you froze. I'm oh. sorry. I was like trying. <laughs> I think I think we're back. Yes, we're back. We're back. Oh my I gosh. I was trying to drop a the, the the mic drop ending that you hey, we're gonna Can you edit that? Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's some editing skills or I, I'm it was all it's all there. It's all taken. So um yeah. Did you, did you hear that? Do you agree with that? I didn't. You froze. You said the, the point I really want to bring and then it went, it went, it froze. <laughs> there you go. External challenges and how we deal with it. Right. It's like how we deal with it. We do it again. So, Hey, the, the point was, so you can't even know, how do you show that you value you? How are you actually showing that you value yourself? Not by, I show that I value myself by lowering my prices, by helping other people so much, by working through to three in the morning. How are you yeah. actually, and where can you change to physically actually do something that, that shows that yeah. I value me? I think that's, that's a challenge that we can all pause. Yeah. It's about. creating a balance. Yeah. It's creating a balance and, and giving yourself time and actually scheduling time for yourself to do things that are important to you, that take care of you. Uh, give yourself time with your friends. That's just downtime that you enjoy in your family. Make sure you have time. And if you have to schedule it, schedule it. You know, if you're one of those people that really needs everything to be scheduled, um, 
you know, have exercise scheduled in your, whether you like to hike, whether going for walks, whatever it is, schedule it so that you make time for yourself. And it's putting it in your calendar, makes it a priority, makes it real for you so that you are not, you know, what happens is when I didn't put it in my calendar, I would go, I would forget that I wanted to attend that class at that time and I would book something else over it. I'd be like, oh no, I made that, you know, so I actually put it in my calendar if it's something that I want to go to. Um, and it's at a certain time I schedule it because then I will take, take it as a meeting. And I know that that time is for me and it's, it, it is valuable and, and time with your family, time with people you care about that you just for joy, you know, take, take the, I have to's out of it. But if it's going to a movie with your family or your friends, if it's going out to, for a dinner or lunch or, you know, inviting them to your house. If you don't want to spend a lot of money, just have people over. I don't care if you get a pizza or whatever, just something that is off the clock because sometimes we get into this. Yeah. We always a way. There's always a route through to do what you say you want to do and what you know you kind of need to do. Lenny, thank you so much, but this has been fun to go down these rabbit holes and tangents. I know we could talk forever. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where, where can they find you? If you go to laneystrauss.com, L-A-I-N-I-E-S-T-R-O-U-S-E.com, there's a few of the projects there, and there's also a contact me page. You can feel free to just reach out. I love to chat with people about topics, so I'm happy to connect. So, uh, but I really appreciate this. This was a lot of fun, and I feel like we could go on forever, so (laughs) we'll have to do a part (laughs) two or something. Absolutely. Hey, Lady, thank you so, so much. It's been been so much fun. It's a pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye <laughs>